Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams, and I just want to ask you, how is your soul doing? How is your soul doing? How is that inner man, that inner being? How are you feeling? You know, we have to make sure we pause and reflect and check in on ourselves to make sure we are in a place of rest, in a place of peace. Sometimes we can be going about our days so fast and never taking the time to deal with the things that could be bothering our soul, that could be causing friction, that could be causing fear, that could be causing us to be troubled. And Jesus, he cares about your soul. He cares about your inner man. You know, I was just thinking about how, you know, Jesus was saying to the Pharisees, you care about this outer cup, but what does it matter if the inner cup, if the inner part of your cup is dirty? Isn't it still dirty? Like the outer can look good. The outer can be clean. But if I was to put drink in it and it's dirty on the inside, then guess what? What I'm drinking is dirty. What I'm getting out of it is dirty. And no matter how much we try to fix up our lives and try to live it in a way of where it's most peaceful, where it looks the best to people, we know what we're going through in our souls. We know what keeps us up at night. We know what causes the tears to stream down our face. We know what insecurities we have, what fears we have. And Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, come to me all who are heavy, all who are burdened, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest for your soul. And I want to just encourage you today, if you know you are not in a place of rest, come to Jesus. Don't try to plaster a smile on your face and try to appear fine to people. Don't try to just continuing with getting the hair done, the nails done to make you feel better. God wants your soul better. He wants your inner being, your inner man better. That part can look good too. It doesn't matter how long you've been dealing with depression or how how long it felt like you have lost the battle to depression. Maybe you've accepted this is the way that life has to be. I'm here to tell you it doesn't have to be that way. If we open up our hearts to God, really, truly to hear from him and say, God, I'm heavy here. I'm weighed down here and I want your rest. I want your peace. I'm telling you, you know, Jesus says in that same scripture, Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, he says, you learn from me. There's some things I have to teach you. I have to teach you a way of thinking. I have to teach you a perspective. I have to change some things in you to renew your mind. 
rest for the soul is refreshing. It's refreshing your soul. It's like starting, starting over, putting it back to a place of where it was supposed to be, where the first intent of mankind, of the way God originally made us. And it's not impossible. It's not impossible for God. For us, it is. We can't change ourselves. We can't change our souls. That's why he says, come to me. And that's what this podcast is based on, is based on that scripture, Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30. That rest is refreshing. It's, he's saying, I will refresh you. I will refresh that place in your soul that maybe has a different perspective, a different judgment toward life, toward yourself. I want to refresh that place. I want you to know me in that place. I want you to know my will in that place. And I wrote a book called Rest for the Soul, a devotional where I talk about God's rest and how we can apply that to our everyday lives. And I pray that this podcast is just a refreshing really to you. I pray that you are getting something out of this every month, but that your lives are being transformed, that you're learning to come to that honest place in God, that you're learning to be honest with Him and develop that intimate relationship with Him and allowing yourself to hear what He has to say and how to uproot those places, how He wants you to live. And so this month, we're dealing with depression, we're dealing with refreshing the depressed soul. You know, depression is this persistent sadness, this lack of interest or pleasure. Being depressed, you know, is low in spirit. It's sadness. It's overwhelmness of sadness. And last week we talked about God is my provider. As we traveled through Psalms 23, we did Psalms 23 and 1 last week where it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And if you missed that episode, I want to encourage you to go back to that that one and hear that episode. We want to just encourage your hearts this month. And each week we'll do a few verses at a time. And this week I want to talk about Psalms 2 and 3. And I want you to see how God is our rest. He is our rest. You know, he says, come to me and I'll give you rest for your soul. You can't give someone that gives someone something that you don't already have. And, you know, Jesus, he, he is our rest. He can give us rest because he is rest because that's what he has. And, you know, even the word says he's the prince of peace. He is our peace. And so I want you to just to stay tuned also to the end of this episode. I'm going to give you Confessions for the Soul, as well as a song for you to meditate on this week. But let's go ahead and just read Psalms 23 in its entirety. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. 
my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all of the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Psalms 2 and 3 says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the past in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You know, what stood out to me in verse two is he makes me to lie down. That sounds like rest. He causes me to be at rest, not the beach, (laughs) not me watching my favorite movie or listening to the sounds of rain. I love listening to the sounds of rain and jazz music when I really want to like chill out and relax. I love that. But it doesn't cause the fear in me to rest. It doesn't take away or remove or refresh the part of me that may be dealing with anxiety or sadness or confusion. No, I may be able to fall asleep, you know, with the sun on my back, laying on the beach, with the jazz music and the rain going, with my candles lit, or even knowing my house is clean. Yeah, I could probably relax and sit down and go to sleep, but am I really at rest? I'm not at rest if there are things going on in my soul that is active, that is alive, that and it doesn't align with God's word. And one of those things we're talking about this month is depression. If I have sadness when I go to sleep, if I have sadness while I'm working and getting all checking off all the things on my list to do, if I'm overwhelmed with sadness when I'm trying to be attentive to my kids, if I'm overwhelmed with sadness, even while I'm sitting on the beach or wherever I'm at, I'm not at rest. And here in verse two, it says, he makes me to lie down. He makes me to rest. The only place that we can find rest in, it's really in him. It's really in him. And if we're honest, we can admit that we have tried to find rest in other things. We have tried to lay lay those places of sadness down, lay those places of maybe even attention-seeking, whatever it is. We've tried to lay it down. We've tried to fulfill it in a way, maybe with a man or a woman, maybe with alcohol, maybe with gossiping, talking about someone else to make us feel better. Maybe with even, and I'll even venture out to say music and things that we like to listen to that will give us happiness and joy, you know, to try to pump us up. And there's nothing wrong, honestly, with any of those things. It's nothing wrong with listening to music. It's nothing wrong with spending time with someone and having a good relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, as far as gossiping, there's everything wrong with that. But when we do those things to fill a place in us, to make us feel better, when we do those things to give our souls rest, We're never going to find that fulfillment because only Jesus, only his rest 
is intended for that place in your soul. It's only through him we can really lay down. Our souls can really be at rest. And I don't know about you. I don't want to wait until I'm dead and gone that I can rest in peace. I don't want that to be on my tombstone. I want that to be over my life. I want my life as I live it day to day as I'm breathing to speak rest in peace. I'm resting in God's peace. You know, this, he makes me to lie down. It just made me think, and I mentioned a little bit of this last, last week, you know, we can go through things and even in our relationship and that will cause us hurt. We can be brokenhearted. And if we try to find peace in making it right, there really isn't ever a true peace there. That is a manufactured way of peace because what if something goes wrong again? And listen, it will. Man can't give us peace. We can't find peace in man-made things because it's just not sure. We mess up. We make mistakes. And unfortunately, maybe you're on the other end of someone's mistake. Maybe you listen to this and you're on the other end of a hurt because someone messed up. Someone lied. Maybe someone molested you. Or maybe you could be the one listening to this and you're going through it because you know you've done these things and it's weighing on your soul. And I find that what we tend to do, and I say we, I'm including myself, we can run or we can try to move forward by avoiding it. Or trying to move forward by fixing it ourselves just to make it make it better so that it can go away. And we we try to find peace through that. We we can try to find peace through running, you know. As soon as someone hurts us or does something to even trigger a place, an old place in our soul where we were once hurt, as soon as someone lies, we wanna run. We wanna be done. Because we feel like running from that thing will give us peace. It would cause the hurt, hurt in us to lie down. It will cause the hurt, the broken heart, hearted place in us to be at rest. And no matter how far you run, no matter how much you try to patch things up and make it work, there isn't ever a peace there. There isn't ever a true rest there. Because we're not including Jesus in it. We're not hearing what he's saying. We're not coming to him about it. And so that's why, you know, Psalms 23 and 2 says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He puts my soul at rest. So whatever you're in right now, if you've been running, if you've been avoiding, or if you've been trying to patch it up and make it work without ever dealing with the issue, just like, let's just move forward, blah, blah, blah. I just want to encourage you, come to him, hear what he is saying, hear what he is saying and how to handle it. I had, I just recently went through something where someone lied to me and I was hurt. And instead of running, instead of moving forward or trying to figure things out or toiling with it, I just asked God, I was like, what do I do? And very clearly, he said to be still. 
And I thought that was, you know, that's that's so funny because in a moment like that, years ago, I would have ran or I would have tried to just move forward with it. But he was like, no, be still in this. And it taught me that, you know what? I can be sad. I can have pain. But with God holding me up in it, like I can weather it. We're afraid to weather storms. I just hear that for someone. You're afraid to weather the pain. You're afraid to weather the sadness. And sometimes we stay stuck in a cycle because we keep running. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes we stay in a cycle because we keep running, because we keep doing what we think we should do. But are you hearing what Holy Spirit is telling you to do? He told me to be still. And in my being still, I heard him say, I'm holding you up, Shwanda. My hand will not let you fall. I'm going to fight for you. Don't you try to fight it. You don't have to go in this by yourself. I'm going to fight for you. And I'm going to tell you, days went by and I had to learn how to sit and be still and experience pain and peace at the same time. It was uncomfortable at first because I wanted to go I wanted it to go away. And I know we get uncomfortable and we don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't want to be in pain. But I'm here to tell you you can experience God's peace in your pain. You can experience his peace if you're still enough. If you allow him to make you to lie down, why do we have to be made to lie down? You know, because we don't know how to rest. We don't know how to rest. God knows how to make the things within you rest. I was reading something as far as the shepherd, how the shepherd literally makes the sheep rest and Philip Keller says that they don't lie down easily unless four conditions are met. And so one of the conditions is they can't feel any fear. Sheep are timid and they will not lie down if they are afraid. Isn't that like us? When we fear we're about to get hurt, when we fear that this could take us out, when we fear because we're confused or whatever it we're fearing, we're not at rest. And here the shepherd, he knows how to make that fear lie down. He knows how to make that fear be at rest. And then the second thing is there can't be any friction among the sheep. If there's friction, is there something going on among the sheep? Like they are not at rest. And I believe too, same with our relationships. When there are things going on in our relationships, And it doesn't even have to be between a spouse or a couple, significant other. It could be even with your, maybe your kids. Maybe there's something toiling in your soul because you're in fear of your kid. Maybe you want him saved or her, her to know God or to want more for their life. When there's friction there in your soul because you know there are people out there that you're maybe related to, friends with, or just know of that is having a hard time in life. God knows even how to cause you to rest in that place. 
rest in a place of, I know this is what's going on with my child. I know this is what's going on with my parent. I want her healed. I want them saved, but I can still be at rest. I can still experience God's peace in this place. It's something he has to give me. I can't try to fix this by trying to talk to them and encourage them and convince them. I have to hear what Holy Spirit is telling me to do. And in that, I can trust his word because whatever he has, he knows best. He knows when I need to rest. He knows when I need to lie down. He knows how to make me to lie down. And so he will cause you to have peace in a place where there is no friction there between family, between friends. Even if maybe something is going on with them, I truly believe that God can give you a peace in your heart of knowing that he got this. He's going to work it out. He's going to fight your battle. Another place where a sheep wouldn't lie down easily if there are flies or parasites, something that may be troubling them to lie down. You know, that troubled heart, that troubled heart sometimes that we have things where, you know, a fly, I think of things, something that's like pestering us, that keeps nagging at us, that keeps irritating us. And it's something about how when when there's a fly, I, I'm thinking about this just yesterday, I'm sitting in my office and I guess someone left the door open because a fly got into my office and I could hear it around my around my ears. So I'm like hitting it away. And then I could see it in front of my eye. I'm hitting it and it keep coming back. I'm like, why do you keep messing with me? <laughs> so I'm, I'm flinging it away. And then eventually I just get up and I walk out of my office. I'm like, maybe if I walk out of this office, it'll leave my office. <laughs> and it did. Came back, sat down. I was good. I was good. But I'm just like, man, you know, when something's pestering you, you can't sit still. It's hard to be still. You're getting up, you're flinging your hands, you're all over the place, you're not at rest. And so whatever is troubling you, whatever it is, I'm telling you, God will deal with it. We have to allow him to give us rest in that place. Like, God, I need you (laughs) to help me get rid of this pestering flies, whatever that is, he does that. So you can stop flinging your arms. You can stop trying to walk and run this off. God is saying, no, I will deal with that place. I will will get rid of the flies for you. I will get rid of the things that's troubling you, that's irritating you. You just know me to be your shepherd, your provider of your peace. Focus on me. Remember, this is what the shepherd does to make the sheep lie down. How many times have we taken the role of shepherd in our own lives to give ourselves rest, to give ourselves peace in a place? But God wants to be your rest in this place. And the fourth thing that can make a sheep not want to lie down easy is if they feel anxiety about food, if they're hungry, if they're not filled. And that's so true for us too, is it not? I think that's why Jesus was saying to the Samaritan woman, you know, I can fill you. I'll be that water. I am that water where you will never have to be thirsty again. But again, are you going to come to the well? Are you going to come to me? Are you going to ask me? Are you going to allow me to fulfill you? Are you going to allow me to give you rest? Because I'm your rest. I'm full of the rest. I'm full of the peace. If we go to other things to fill this place, 
again, as I was saying earlier, whether it's that man, that woman, that drink, that just whatever we're doing to avoid this place of like, I'm insecure here. I have issues with trust. I'm jealous. I'm fearful. I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm overwhelmed. Are we going to come to an honest place and give God that? Lay it before him, wait on him to hear what he has to say and how he can give us rest in that place. Are we going to do that? Only he can do that. Only he can do it. I know we want the relationship to work. I know you want the business to be successful. I know you want your kids saved. I know you want that person healed and set free. God knows the desires of your heart. He knows the school that you want to go to. Are we going to try to force and manipulate and get those things in our own way so that we can have rest on the inside? Some of you right now, you know, you're saying, I want to be healed. I want to be set free. I want to be whole. I'm tired of stirring at night because of my own brokenness. Even in that, God is the provider of your rest. In that place, it is God. He shepherds us into rest. He feeds us with rest. He causes us to lie down. He causes those places in us, whether it's fear, friction, flies, or being hungry for food. God is the one who gives us rest in all of those places. Verse three, he restores my soul. That stood out to me in that verse, you know, to restore is to bring bring back, to refresh, to repair. And our soul, you know, our soul is, I like this definition. It's the seat of our appetites. It's the seat of our emotion. It's our mind, our desire, our living being. And so we're dealing with the depressed soul. And so just remember, we said depression is that lack of interest, that lack of wanting pleasure, low in spirit. So that soul place, it's the soul place, the seat of our appetite. You don't have an appetite for pleasure. The seat of emotion, the seat of sadness, that's that's where the depression lies. It's in our soul. And God said, I can restore He restores my soul. I can bring back your appetite. I can refresh the place where you lack appetite. I can refresh the place and repair the place of where there is sadness. He restores my soul. My bank account can't restore my soul. My bank account cannot bring me happiness. My bank account cannot give me an appetite to want joy, to want pleasure, to take interest in life. We can spend money. We can buy the nice things. We can have the big house. We can have the car. We can have all these things. We can have the 10 friends. That does not restore your soul. That does not bring back. It does not refresh. It does not repair the place in you that desires joy, that desires period. God wants to bring you back to a place of rest, a place of peace in your soul. 
Wow. He restores my soul. Right now, just put your hand over your heart and say, God, restore my soul. Restore me. Restore my soul back to the place where I have an appetite for you. Restore my soul. Restore me back to a place where my emotions are not all over the place where I'm at peace. Restore me. Bring me back. Refresh this place in me, this heavy place in me. I want to be light. I want your way of life. I believe God would do that. He hears your heart right now. He's near. He's near to the brokenhearted. Do you know that? He's near to the brokenhearted. He is right here. Wow. The song I want you to reflect on this week is called Find My Peace by Naomi Rain. Find My Peace by Naomi Rain. And she says, come fight for me. You make the darkness flee, Jesus. I know I can do anything as you strengthen me. I find my peace in you. I find my peace in you. She says, I'm sure you'll never leave me. You'll never forsake me. And even though my emotions will rise and fall, you are my anchor, Lord. Even when my emotions rise or fall, Jesus is our anchor. She said, I find my peace in you, Jesus. All right. Now let's end end our episode today with confessions for the depressed soul. Take a moment to repeat after me. And believe this in your soul. Speak this with your soul. The Lord is my shepherd, my provider of everything that I need. When I need rest, God is my rest. In him, I find peace. In him, there is no fear, no friction, no flies no anxiety, and no depression. In him, my soul is restored and refreshed back to peace. Because he is everything, I have peace. I have rest. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, You want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.